today is February 4th, 2019, and this, oh, Jesus, what is this? It's super it's, the hardest. Yeah, it's yeah. what we're called. Yeah. Uh, and like a co- tub of cold milk toast for your halftime entertainment, <laughs> we are your hosts, John and Mo. Yeah, no, screw Dave. Yeah, no Dave. Finally. Dave's Dave's busy trying to get trouble in laws canceled. Yeah, right. So hard. And Tex just posted a new episode of Trouble in Laws the other day. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was a very special episode with Dave and his mother in law. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hanging out at the house. Just keeps running. During a snowstorm. <laughs> There's a snowmobile involved. And a you know, Costco run. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's pretty good. It was pretty good. No, uh, Dave uh Dave is uh he's trying to get his house in order. Quite literally. Um, yeah. Though if you've been following along, Dave has been living with his in laws for almost a year. Yep. I think it's been ten months now. Uh he bought a house, gutted a house, and is now trying to put that house back together. <laughs> yep. They're close. They're close. He I he claims that it'll be within the next two to three weeks. Yeah. Said by President's Day he should be in the house. Right. That his in-laws are going on a 10-day vacation soon. Oh. And by the time they get back, he should be gone. Like, they should be coming back to an empty house. So, yeah. Wow. It's a big deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. Imagine living with your mom. um, Ten ten months. For ten months. Couldn't do it. No, not anymore. Mm -mm. Nope. Um, So, anyway. So, Mo and I said, screw Dave, that slut. Yep, so we called Klaus. He's on his way back. <laughs> he should be here by the end of the show. Yep. Um, anyway, we'll talk about some stuff. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, man, when's the last time we recorded? Uh, it was Christ- the Stuff of the Year. Yeah, Stuff of the Year. Stuff of the Year. That's a fun episode. Sometime after Christmas. Yeah, we don't have any... Uh, let's just move right into it. We don't have any uh, emails. Uh, but we do have a couple very uh, strange drunk dials. Um, so let's start with those. Uh, we're now getting drunk dials from children. Um, so let's do that. All right. Here we go. Go ahead. Uh, super the hardest stuff of the year. Yay. Yay. Super the hardest stuff of the year. Yay. All right. So somebody else enjoyed the stuff of the year episode. Yep. Um, should we next what, age year, three, four <laughs> next year, we should use that as our, as our clip or, you know, our like oh, little sound go. bumper for yeah. stuff of the year. Perfect. All right. We got another one from a child. This one is, is mostly gibberish, but we're going to try to power through it. Okay. She's, she's got something to tell us. Here we go. Mm, my pins are on the way. Oh, it's just an iPhone phone. What else do you want to say? So my two favorite parts were the one the belch, yeah, and two the hee. Yeah, I uh, gathered that the pig has run away. Yeah, yeah, something and like something about Mister Wiggles. Mm-hmm. Her heart's broken for yeah, some reason. Yeah, at the end, I don't know. Well, we've officially hit Mister Wiggles. Bottom. The pig ran away. <laughs> break my heart too. It's like 
like that Seinfeld episode where they're on the Merv Griffin set. <laughs> We've officially hit rock bottom. <laughs> no, no, that's the next call. Uh, no, we got one more before okay. that one. All right, so here's one more from Lag. All right. Uh, and and this, this time he's got something to tell us. Hey, it's Lag again with a third voicemail. Um, I literally just finished watching Into the Spider-Verse. This might be my goddamn movie of the year. Seriously, holy crap, this movie is amazing. A kid's movie just made me ugly cry in the best way possible. Seriously, so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, my kids saw this. I think I'm going to see it tomorrow. Oh, really? I think. Yeah? That, no, not tomorrow. Wednesday. I don't remember. All this right. week, though. Either way, you're yeah. going to see it. That's the plan. All right. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. Um, yeah, my kids saw it. Christine took them. I didn't uh, realize it was animated. Yeah. Yeah, they had the day off. Um, oh, they had the week off. Well, yeah. D- this was like for, I think this was Martin Luther King Day. Oh, okay. And so Christine just took the day off and hung out with them and took them to this movie, and they, they loved it. Um, they didn't seem like as, you know, blown away as most people do, though. But I guess... Well, they're a, not very profound. I guess there's a lot of, uh, like, inside Spider-Man stuff. You know, like, if you're a fan of Spider-Man history, sure, there's a lot here to like, which I guess they probably don't get the context for most of that. Yeah. Most of that, they probably see uh, Peter Porker, and they're like, okay, he's a pig? What? Yeah. You know, shit like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But... uh but I, they they did enjoy it, but then, like I said, they didn't seem like they were blown away by it. But anyway, right on. Yeah, and then here is rock bottom officially. This is this this is a fun one. Uh, let's do it. Yeah, there it is. I mean, and then it repeats like three times. Right. um, It's calling to tell us that our garbage has been delayed by one day (laughs) due to the the, the holiday. Is that cannon in the background? Yeah, Taco Bell's cannon. Yeah. And uh, An unfortunate. It sucks. Oh, yeah. That is. Ethan had to play that for his first piano recital. What the hell, man? Yeah. I I can't believe what get. Yeah. Anyway. That was his first piano recital right there. I was playing. Canon, Canon and D. Yep, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's but anyway, real bad. If you listen to the whole thing, oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. gets worse. Yeah, it goes on. It absolutely does. Speaking of man, I came home today and Ethan was practicing saxophone. Yeah. Now, all in context, right. they're all you know, getting pretty good. Yeah. Like uh, oh, like he was playing shit, and I was like, wow, it's fucking. He's got the rhythm down. He's. I mean, I was listening from the next room, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I didn't know he could do that. I didn't even hear any squawks or squeaks. Nope. I got a text from uh, William uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, well, it was at your house. Yeah. I checked it when I got home. It was a message that says, you better start practicing. And then it's a link to a video that says, Kenny G plays giant steps. <laughs> and it is just the most insulting. Yeah disgusting thing you can imagine yeah is it adam levine shirtless at the super bowl disgusting no oh yeah 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 absolutely yeah. okay and it's like what <clears throat> what the hell man yeah yeah i kenny g it's so fucking frustrating <laughs> and i'm tired of hearing anymore about how great he was yeah because i apparently he was he was like huh? when he was 25 okay and, and then, then he discovered that he could do this instead. Yeah. And has, I don't know what he does all day. Uh, golf, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. He'd rather be golfing than playing the saxophone was yeah. the last thing I heard him say. Yeah. Okay. And I, I agree. Okay, good. We, I wish he would. would rather golf than play saxophone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. I'll play it for you. Oh, It'd be one we could listen to here, but it would be, no. Yeah. Um, So Super Bowl was last night. Yeah. And, Fucking painful, like just painful to watch. It's a super bore. Yeah, Woo. yeah. What? Zing! Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but uh, that halftime show, like I, I, it was what I expected, right? You oh know, yeah. Like when they say Maroon Five, yep. is gonna it's gonna play uh, the Super Bowl. You're like, okay, well that'll be as thrilling as a you know lukewarm bowl of oatmeal, right? It's uh-huh. just 
you just look at it and you're like, yep, that tastes exactly how I expected it would taste. Um, but what a whore. Oh yeah. That guy, just what a total prostitute. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so this is, I, I, um, I gotta look this up quick because it's just fucking hilarious. Um, there's a great article I read today on NBC about uh, that the Super Bowl halftime show was a perfect metaphor for uh, Maroon 5's career, the trajectory of yeah. their career. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, here it is. Here's the article. So now you remember he had all those, uh, I mean, and just come on, let's let's take a look at this guy's face. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah there really, he is. that's. Holy cow! He looks uh-huh. like he looks like some tool I saw at the gym tonight. You yep. know, I was like, "Hey, here to here to lift." Yeah, you know, Durr. Uh Also, musician, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I I don't have to shave because this uh, this facial hair it's all fake. It's implanted. Anyway, one love, y'all. One yeah. love. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so remember those lanterns that he had last oh, night? Oh, I do. Uh, and they all had like random ass words on I it. See, you saw that tweet. Yeah, and we and were, yeah, yeah, we were like, well, what's the fuck? What's with the fucking words? I just assumed, I think we all did, that the people who were holding them just wrote words on the yeah. shit. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this guy uh, on Instagram, he said, uh, you know, thanked everybody, blah blah blah, and including, including you know, our critics who push us to do better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're pushing you to do better. We're pushing you to quit, pal. Um, so he said when, when we accepted the responsibility to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, I took out my pen and just wrote some of the words that came to me in that moment eventually made their way onto the incredible lanterns that flew high and low tonight. And the list of words is, uh, huh. and then he just lists them all. And it's like, uh, it's the stuff that you see on a. Like a twelve-year-old girl's oh, junior high. I was gonna say like, it's like the it's it's on those little uh little bathroom tiles for your for your, your for to hang in your bathroom. In oh your, yeah, in yeah. Your, yeah. I for, don't know. Forgive. Eat, laugh. Pray, it's eat, pray, love. Yeah. Is laugh, cry, smile, share, live, endure, embrace, remember. It's it goes on like yeah. like like times a hundred. Uh huh. And and it's just like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Good. That's deep, man. Yeah, it's about as deep as your fucking music. It's uh, I like he one seems love, like, one love. Yeah, he seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, I just that I, I know the, I don't. I don't the no. band is so. I'm not. I'm not giving nothing. him nice. I think there's something insidious about him. I think there's something under the surface. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, like I, I, I think he's hiding an evil secret. <laughs> well, could be. He, I've never. I've only gotten from him was like, oh, this this guy's just, you know, real average. Yeah. He's enthusiastic and real average and yeah. he's like the Ryan Seacrest of music. Yeah. I don't think he's out to hurt anybody. Uh, no, it's other just, than our ears. It's just unfortunate that his his band was called Kara's Flowers before it was Maroon 5. Kara's Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hate him even more <laughs> now. Fucking hate this guy. <sighs> okay. Let's let's go on to happier things hopefully uh pickle friction uh a while ago i don't know if it was quite a year ago either way um he it was about a year ago yeah look at that he sent us a care package remember like Mm -hmm. a big box full of like chips and snacks and i think there was beer in there it was it was uh, great but he also sent us a copy of uh uh jailbirds um which is southwest oklahoma jailbirds so this is uh, the magazine you usually find, like, in a truck stop uh, a newspaper, newspaper yeah, yeah. Um, that you find in, like, a truck stop. You know, it's free. Oh, wait, no, this is $2. He paid Ooh. 2 bucks for this. Um, and uh, it's got mug shots from all over southwest Oklahoma, including uh, little, uh, little blurbs or stories about what some of these people have done. Um, so I kind of went through and... Uh, you know, dog-eared a few of my oh, favorites. Yeah. Um, I didn't read them all the way through, so hopefully I didn't let any of the more depressing ones slip through the cracks. Well, we'll find out. Um, there were some that I read a little bit of, and I was like, oof, nope, that's super depressing. We're not going to talk about that. But hopefully there's something in here we can laugh over. Um, I just have to 
get to the pages here. I mean, there are just hundreds. It's, there's a lot of pages here. Yeah. And hundreds. Or each of, page uh, has how many? Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, forty-eight. Yeah, almost, yeah. forty-eight mug shots a page. You got a hundred for every fold-out. Yeah, it's a lot of crime going down. And okay, okay, okay. I get it. Yep. Um. Here's the first one. The headline is "Where Underwear." <laughs> I haven't read much of this, but the headline did it for me. Twenty-two-year-old Duncan man, Tristan Kevin Mitchell Chambers. Four names. That's yeah. pretty good. I was arrested after an officer stopped him for speeding on November 15th. According to the police report, a Duncan officer was parked near 27th and Beach when he saw a white van headed westbound on Beach at a high rate of speed shortly after 2 a.m. He turned on his lights, pulled up behind the vehicle. The driver turned left onto Alice, then made an abrupt right onto Sequoia where he came to a stop. Now, these details I feel like they could skip over. Oh, I don't know. I'm playing out the chase in my head now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the officer approached the vehicle and made contact with the driver identified as Chambers. He immediately noticed the odor of raw marijuana coming from inside the vehicle. <laughs> raw marijuana. The officer asked Chambers if he had anything illegal inside the van, and Chambers looked at him with a blank stare and didn't say anything. The officer observed that the man had droopy red glassy eyes and dilated pupils. He then asked, his, asked the man if he had any meth, heroin, or cocaine in the car. After being asked about each substance, Chambers replied, I don't smoke that. The officer asked the man if he had any marijuana in the car, and Chambers started shaking and didn't answer the question. (laughs) After reviewing the man's license, the officer again asked the man if he had taken any meds or smoked any weed. Chambers admitted to partaking in the drug during his lunch break around midnight. He again told the officer he didn't have any drugs in his vehicle. The officer asked the man to step outside the vehicle for sobriety tests. Not surprisingly, the man didn't do too well. The officer placed him under arrest. When they arrived at the jail, the officer again asked if he had anything illegal on his person, and he said no. During booking, Chambers told the jailer he had some weed in his underwear. (laughs) The detention officer located a bag containing a green leafy substance that tested positive for marijuana. Chambers is being charged with bringing contraband into jail, penal institution, and driving a motor vehicle while under the influence of drugs. His bond was set for $5,000. All right. It won't be long now before this shit's legal everywhere, right? I hope so. Do these fuckers get their money back when that happens? Seems like they should. Right. You know? Oh, just a year ago, you fucking stole eight hundred or 5000 bucks off me, and now, uh-huh. now it's no biggie. Now it's like, oops, our bad. Anyway. I... I don't get why that story made the cover, though. You know? I don't know. Underwear? I guess. Fun to snappy headline. Yeah. I mean, it's catchy writing. All right, we got another Duncan man. Wow. He had some syringes hidden under his scrotum. What? And he tried to tell officers, they ain't mine. <laughs> well, who put them there then? According to the affidavit, a Stevens County deputy stopped a vehicle that had a headlamp out at approximately 2.48 a.m. Stopped driving... Yeah, no In kidding. the middle of the night, you're going to get fucked up. Uh, the vehicle was heading northbound on Highway 81 from the casino. From the casino. <laughs> uh, the deputy identified the driver as 40-year-old Jason Benson. Uh, the passenger was identified as a Marlowe woman, Amber Kelly. The deputy asked the couple if they had been drinking that night, and they both said no. The deputy asked Benson to have a seat in the patrol car so they could talk. Let's just have a little chat. Yeah. While checking the man's information, the deputy asked Benson when he had last had an alcoholic beverage, and he said around 7 p.m. the evening before. The deputy then asked if there were any open containers in the car, and he said no. deputy didn't find anything, but he administered sobriety tests on him, and the man did not pass, so he placed him under arrest. During booking, the deputy was advised that a jailer had found some syringes on Benson's person. The deputy asked Benson about the syringes, and Benson said he didn't know because they weren't his. The deputy told him that the jailer found them under his scrotum, so... <laughs> but he still denied that they weren't his. The syringes tested positive for meth. Nice. 500 bucks. What? Yep, that makes sense. Oh, wait, no. The the woman was given a bond for 500 bucks. Uh, the, uh, the dude... Because they the, were her syringes? The dude with the syringes under his junk. But uh, they weren't his. 
we're, it was set at 10 grand. All right, so that's that's better. Okay. Let's oh, here we go. Stupid criminals. <clears throat> Police helping uh keep the streets clean arrested a man suspected of stealing a street sweeper. According to police, officers out on patrol near Truxell Road and Brewerton Drive saw a street sweeper truck peel out of a parking lot and onto the street. Peel out. That's pretty good. I just assume they don't go very, like they can't go very yeah. fast. Uh, the street sweeper promptly ran a red light and it didn't have its headlights on, prompting the officers to try and pull the street sweeper over. However, police note, the driver pushed on and didn't stop until it had hit three parked cars. The driver then bolted from the street sweeper. <laughs> a police perimeter was set up in the area, but the suspected driver eventually surrendered himself to a canine officer. Uh, Lavoran Dill now faces charges of fleeing, possession of a stolen vehicle, and hit-and-run charges. <sighs> a man who is doing mean-spirited Santa, mean-spirited Santa Claus impression might be spending Christmas behind bars after getting caught in the chimney of a Naples, Florida home during an attempted burglary. Uh, these are around the nation, by the way. Oh, yep. Uh, Richard Brandon, 25, got trapped in a chimney after running out of cash during a night out. His friend, Derek Grenfell, his, his, <laughs> his, friend, friend, Derek. his friend Derek, <laughs> alerted two Naples police officers about the situation after it became apparent Brandon was, struck, was stuck. A team of police officers and local fire department officials broke into the home and saw Brandon's foot hanging in the fireplace. I said, dude, you're not Santa Claus. What are you doing? Grenfell reportedly said to police. Very clever. It took two hours, but Brandon was freed from the chimney and taken to the hospital for treatment of issues, including leg pain and trouble breathing. It could have been worse. There's a chance he could have died, said Naples detective Robert Young. The space he was jammed into was really tight, and he could not move. Two burglary charges, and Grenfell was charged as an accessory to the crime after the fact. This one is also from Florida. Surprise, surprise. A man who was angry with his wife left a phony bomb on a kitchen counter. (laughs) Randolph Smith was arrested on charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, planting a hoax bomb, and resisting arrest without violence. Deputies received a call from a woman who said her husband left a gray pipe with a wire protruding from one end on the kitchen counter. There were several handwritten notes on the counter, including one that read, This is explosive. A bomb. (laughs) Uh, Smith's wife told deputies she's in the process of getting a divorce. Mm. Not taking it well, is he? Jesus. Uh, the bomb squad was called and determined the device did not contain any explosives. Uh, he was later tracked down at a Burger King and arrested. Yep. He tried to leave the interview room at the station and had to be handcuffed. Uh, he told detectives that he left the hoax bomb on the counter because his wife pissed him off well you know seems reasonable yep oh pickle friction this is good stuff it's like oklahoma yeah i'm uh i'm excited to meet pickle friction in a couple months at oh we could talk about that quick midwest gaming classic you sadly are not going to be there i can't be there i have all sorts of things i got got an event at work that night too oh wow yeah uh dave and brett are coming with me and uh, lag That's is going to make out. Hopefully, uh, lag is joining us as well. Uh, is Craig going? Craig was going, but that is so. Craig's doing this. Um, you know, he's really getting into this uh, cardio curling stuff. <laughs> cardio. Craig's getting into cardio. He's getting yeah. ripped. No, he's getting into like barbecue competitions yeah. and shit like that. Smoking. Yeah, and uh, there's a big event that weekend that he has been looking forward to, no. and as it turns out. They just announced the date last week, and it is the date of Midwest Gaming Classic. All right, so let me try to find a couple more here. But anyway, Midwest Gaming Classic is uh, mid-April. I think it's like the 12th through the 14th. It is in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we're going to be there. We're going to go hang out. Um, We've uh, we've got a booth. I don't know what we're going to do with it. Uh, We're actually sharing the booth. Set it on fire. Oh, we're going to share the booth with... um, uh, the firemen, Saru Pro, which is the uh, the folks who made the latest and greatest uh, Turbo Duo game. Oh, uh-huh. um, it's actually really good. It's like the best 
got to be like the best homebrew, you know, like yeah. like Turbo Duo game that's come out. Um, it's like a side-scrolling um, action game that's like a tribute to uh, Turbo Duo games, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like popular ones. So you play through levels that are kind of like homages a bit. And you're the, the, the gimmick is that you're this girl who's um, interning at NEC back in the day. <laughs> She gets a job to test games. She gets sucked into the game Uh uh, by this uh, Jumanji. Well, there's somebody there's somebody who's uh, there's like a a nefarious company out there. There is. That is very obviously Sega. It's very obviously (laughs) Sega. Um, Anyway, there's a whole like uh, there's a whole like comic strip and everything Mm -hmm. that they put out there, too. It's really good. Um, But anyway, so we're going to share the booth with those guys. You have the game, I presume. I do. I do. It's very good. Um, okay, so join us in Midwest Gaming Classic. It's going to be fun. Uh, more stupid criminals and, surprisingly, also from Florida. A woman in Florida got so excited after stealing a family's Apple technology that she decided to take some selfies of her own. She had stolen an iPad and an iPod Touch out of their car while they were visiting one of Florida's regional parks, apparently not realizing that photos taken on an, on an Apple device will show up on the computer her selfies surfaced on the family's iCloud account two weeks later. All of these pictures are able to be located geographically. Excellent. <clears throat> Dummy. <laughs> A middle-aged man was stopped by police as he rode his horse down the streets of Colorado. Why? He was seen hitting the horse, but told the police there was a fly on his head. Further investigation realized he had a small gun, a pug. What? Yep. And beer cans in tow. Not surprisingly, he failed an intoxication test and was charged with animal cruelty, possession of weapons, and drunk riding. Yeah, which is a thing, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um, how impatient do you get when waiting for your food to microwave? Hmm? Pretty impatient. Worse yet is when you finally think it's done, but the plate is a burning fire disc from the sun's core. Wow, this is creative writing. Yeah. And your food could have been found in... Anyway, yeah. Uh, how so? How angry do you get? Hopefully, not angry enough to use the microwave as a weapon, like a guy did in St. Louis. A 43-year-old man and 36-year-old man got into a heated argument over quote personal matters, resulting in a knife being pulled and a microwave oven being thrown. Nice. Both were admitted to the hospital with serious forehead wounds. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we've all seen those movies about crazy people who believe demons live in their house, right? Yep. One guy was so freaked out, he almost burnt down his house. With his roommate still home, he started a fire in his bedroom closet where he believed they were hiding. He used paint thinner and is reported to have been reciting Bible verses. Well. (laughs) In the wrong hands. (laughs) Yeah. He said he had planned to tell the police but forgot and was being admitted to the hospital with burns on his feet. Planned to tell them what? That there were demons in his closet or that he set his house on fire? Both. Yeah. Uh, and the writer says the important thing is the house is now 100% demon free. Are you sure? That might be the last one. You think one, that fire, I mean, are demons like moths to a flame? Like literally? <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe. I think that would be their most com- comfortable place. Wow, this woman doesn't have any teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Her- You know, her mouth's closed, but you can tell her lips are just a little too close together. Oh, we got one more here. All right. Modern tech. Oh, this is, you're going to have to forgive me. (laughs) I'm reading the, reading what, just what's written. Modern technology. You got to love to hate it. Most people just grin and bear it when technology doesn't work as it should, but a lone wolf man took his anger to a whole other level after an ATM machine. a, A lone wolf man? A lone wolf man must be from Lone Wolf, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, I, I liked the lone wolf. Man. <laughs> the lone wolf man. I mean, he is furry. Yeah, he's all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after an ATM machine ate his debit card, Jason Willis, 25, was charged uh, with felony malicious injury to property. All right. According to reports, Willis complained to the city that the bank first ATM machine would not return his debit card after a transaction. An employee told Willis that the city does not maintain the, she- the machine and that he should contact the bank. Willis then left City Hall. Willis allegedly went back to the bank, grabbed a pickaxe from inside <laughs> his vehicle, 
as a prospector does. He then showed, this is the best, he then showed uh, the ATM camera, his ID, and a utility bill, (laughs) and began to whack the ATM (laughs) with a pickaxe, embedding it into the screen. And there's a picture of it right there. Oh, yeah, sure enough. Look at that. Um, The bank caught the whole thing on video. Willis was taken into custody. Bond was set at a thousand bucks, which need I remind you is less than the guy just smoking a little weed. Yep. Uh, and uh, he is going to appear in court on February twenty first. If you want to go down and say hi, he's been told to stay away from bank first and its property. So I'm sure that'll be effective. <laughs> That's it. Did All he right. get his card back? I <laughs> never said. <laughs> That's. We'll have to tune in next month. Uh, all right. Thanks, Pickle Friction, yeah. for the material. Oklahoma seems like quite a quite a place. Can't wait to visit. I mean, yeah, I, soon I'm sure. I think I've been through. Yeah, I have been yeah. through Oklahoma. I remember seeing nothing but just dirt. Yeah, as far as I could see, it was dirt. It was and very the, dry. Yeah, and then there were those oil. Oh yeah, pumps yeah. or the well, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. they're called that go up and down. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, this is this is not a welcoming. Yeah. Well, site. I mean, it's a lot like Western Minnesota. There's not a lot going on there. No, there's not. Yeah. But there's not all that just dirty oil shit everywhere. That's true. That's true. It's I mean, that's at least agricultural. You can grow things in Western Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. you can grow dirt mm-hmm. and tumbleweeds. My grandma was a dirt farmer. Yeah. Says pickle friction. <laughs> all right. Uh, I thought we'd talk about maybe uh, uh, some board games, tabletop games. All right, then. I got a few in mind that we've uh, played recently. And uh, let's start with this sucker, uh, Star Wars Legion. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is a big daddy. I'm pulling up the picture just you yeah, know, in case you haven't seen your kitchen table before. You know, I remember that. Yeah, you, so you set this up like a motherfucker. It, it looked impressive. Felt like we were walking into General Patton's kitchen. Right. You know? Um, all the troops were lined up, and the and the snow speeders, yeah, in General Patton's kitchen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, so I, I feel like if 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 you're familiar with Fantasy Flight's Star Wars games, um, th- this will be pretty familiar to you as well, to a certain extent. The setup's kind of similar to yeah. like X Wing, right? You know, you, Very much so. You got you've got your like I don't know what they're called resource points or whatever. And nope. And so let's say you're playing a, I don't know, 200-point game or whatever, and each ship or unit or troop or whatever is worth a certain amount of points. So you can take as many as you want as long as it fits within that point limit. Your point total, yep. yeah. So, and and not just not just ships, but also abilities count toward that, yep. right? So you have these little upgrade ability cards. Yeah. things. Yeah, you have like a little ability and upgrade cards that you can attach to your units or your ships or whatever. And um and that counts toward the point total to- point total, and then uh, once both you and your opponent or opponents have your loadout, uh, then you kind of set it up right. Took us a long time to set this motherfucker up. It did. It didn't need to. But I th- right. well, the I think a lot of that had to do with that you guys did so much homework and <laughs> had to put your you had to figure out what you're going to use. Yeah, that took a good thirty some minutes. Yeah. Just to make those decisions. Yep. And then it was clearing the rest off and yeah. And uh starting to set up. And, and it was our first time yeah. ever playing. So that But it was I think it was an hour and a half from the time that you guys got there yeah. when we actually started. Yeah. But again, it was our first time playing. Uh we didn't necessarily do all the required research. Um you did not. Brett yeah. did a good job, which is why Brett he did played a pretty most good of the job. I, yeah. And I got sick halfway through. You so did. that was that was awesome. Are you okay? I'm better now, but uh, about midway through, maybe even before we started playing the game, I started feeling <laughs> fucked up. So uh, I had a headache. I was getting chills. I was standing by your heater because you're the heater vent because oh, yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I felt like I was standing outside, and it was nice. great. And then I spent another half hour just sitting on your shitter, which yeah. is awesome. So it's a nice one. <laughs> so it was a great night for me. Yeah, it was a lot of me being like, okay, just get through it get through it and then the moment the game was over i'm like gotta go yep <laughs> but anyway that's neither here nor there uh so the game the f- i think you showed me a video of this game a long time ago probably and we you watched a yeah we watched a video and it looked like fucking warhammer yeah because they had like yep. terrain and they had yep. like you know uh different probably ob- big ass trees and yeah and 
and that looked awesome. Yeah. Um, we had none of those. Well, I mean, we had some like had uh, little barriers. That yeah, barriers, stuff and that came with it, but stuff that looked like air conditioning units. Yeah, but I, I'm not building trees, and yeah, I'm probably not buying trees. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, Zach's got a whole bunch of plastic trees we can use. There you go. Came with his dinosaur stuff. Yes, he's got little. Uh, he's got little mountains. They're little rocks too that we can just. That'll work. The yeah, dinosaurs yeah. would be sweet too. <laughs> it's all of a sudden, fucking dinosaur. <laughs> <Yeah>. Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway. So once you get your uh, get your stuff loaded out, um, you kind of build your um, your map or your play play field, I mm-hmm. guess. And then there are different options for where your troops can enter the battlefield. Is that right? Yeah, starting positions basically. Yeah. yeah so and they're always symmetrical, right? You know, the two sides. But as it would happen, we chose the hardest one. Sweet. And that was why it took it took a full round just to get close enough. Oh yeah, just to even shoot any, like to have any kind of interaction. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was kind of ridiculous. Had we, you know, been positioned closer together, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. And then, uh, so uh, once you know, you get out there and you got your cards that tell you you can shoot this far, or do this or that, mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of just take turns. You know, you've got like the distance meters. Yeah, or you know, the little me- measuring range, sticks, kinda. range ruler. Kinda yeah, thing. like X wing. Yeah, and then um, uh, what I thought was cool is you also have, like, um, your path, right? Your path you can take. Yep. And those have, like, little hinges in yeah, the middle. Yeah, they're articulated. Right? Yeah, so you can, you know, make a 90-degree turn if you want as long as you do it along the little uh, the little range thing. Yep. And uh, it's it's like playing war, kind of. Star war. Star, like, in the yeah. stars, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Or in this case, on a grassy play field. Yeah, yeah, and and it's. I, I don't think it's nearly as complex as it looks. No, it's not. Like it looks like it's just a bitch, you know. Uh-huh. And there are a lot of parts, a lot of pieces, a lot of cards to fucking remember, a lot of, in, a lot of ins and outs. Um, but, but at its core, yeah. Like if you wanted to just play it really, like you could strip all that extra stuff away. Yeah. And the core of the game is pretty simple. Yeah, and it reminds me. Well, I mean, it play, it's made by the same people and whatnot, but it reminds me a lot of X Wing. Mm-hmm. Is that you can make it as easy or as complex as you want. Right. You, know, you can just be like, okay, we're not going to deal with any of that shit. Let's just, you know, move our ships around the board and fucking go pew pew. The one thing I've never thought I would care about, but start to seriously think would be a good idea, is a timer. Oh, like to avoid. You know, like the ch- a chess board, right? Yeah. Professional chess players. I don't know how yeah. much time they have to yeah. make their decision, but sure. You know, like be thinking ahead because you've got so many things to do. Yeah. But instead of standing and staring and wondering, like, nah, yeah. you know what? Just, just pick something and go, and you'll deal with the repercussions of that. That. Yeah. It's probably more authentic anyway. Yeah. Totally. Right. That's a. That's what the rebels do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's cool. The fucking minis are awesome too. They are pretty sweet. I will say they're so if if you're into painting stuff, which yeah. I've never done and never will, mm-hmm. um, these seem like they'd be a a blast. Yeah, they come in pieces, so right. they have to be assembled. Everything has to be assembled. Yeah, that was but I'll mind-boggling. Give me. them, which is to me a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, because suddenly I had to buy glue. To oh, to play really? the, oh, they don't yeah. just snap together? No. Oh, that's fucking even better. Yeah. Wow. So, so I had to buy glue and then a, a razor so that I could play the game. Just so, to put so it you together. can cleanly cut the... Yeah. No, this is the thing. They did do something that... Do uh, they like snap not, off the... They're not on that thing. I don't yeah. remember what they're called. Those yeah. things are called. But like old games used to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Axies and Allies, if you bought that yeah. back in the day, they were all on those plastic mold forms yeah um these are all the pieces are all individually together in like each miniature in the set so like a set will have maybe five or seven minis in it and each one is in its own little bag so you yeah. have all the pieces there and they have unique patterns at the joints so they fit together only yeah. one way okay um and so that part like that made what would have been super tedious much much better mm-hmm there are still times that you need to trim stuff off because like the, the plastic mold, mm. there's a little bit sticking out 
yeah. at a joint. And yeah. if you don't trim it off, you aren't going to be able to get the thing in. So do you like one of those little hobby? Yeah, exactly. Knife, knife kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But, you know, other than, other than that. Yeah. Well, and you bought like little freaking magnets and shit too, right? Yeah. To, for the weapons. Cause that, well, like, that, like on the ad, I saw some guy do it yeah. on, on, uh, on YouTube, of course. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's pretty sweet. That looks actually very simple. Yeah. And it, it was. So these you just situations. just a magnet on the, on the underside of it and yeah. then a magnet on the weapon thing yep. and then snap them yep. on. That's cool. So they that's took, just a lot of fucking effort, though. Yeah. And I'll never do it again. <laughs> but, I, you know, get as much of this as I can for the time that I have. And yeah. There's a lot there. There's a lot of possibilities, a lot of variables. It's you, know, so, you can reconfigure this in any number of ways. So with the game, you buy you buy starter packs, right? Yeah, it's a starter set, yeah. like a core box. Yeah, and um, that, that has just like a few troops in it or what? It has enough to do to play. So a standard army is considered 800 points, which is big, but that's the, the play field size is 3 by 6 feet mm-hmm. for that. Um, in the core box is literally half of that. Okay. There's enough for a 400 point army on either side. Yeah. And, um, and that fit would be played on a three by three space. It doesn't come with a, there's no game board. Like yeah. you'd have to either buy a play mat. Yeah. Or just, you know, wall off, whatever, measure that out in a space and yeah. call that your, your surface. Right. Right. Um, cause I think the idea is it's supposed to be all sorts of different terrains. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, um, I bought two core sets mm-hmm. because that was actually a really good value. Right. Because it gave you enough to do an enormous full, full, you know, the uh, three by six size, 800 point. Yeah. And, uh, and there's, because it comes with things like the core set comes with these barricades, which are, have since been released in, uh, an add on, like you could buy yeah. eight more barricades. Well, it's 20 bucks maybe. Jesus. Yeah. Well, they they come in the in the set. So if you yeah. buy two sets, you have sixteen of them. Like, yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you end up with, I think it's, or a total of four s- squads of stormtroopers and oh, what else is there? You, uh, you'll have um, speeder bikes. So two pairs of speeder bikes. Yeah, for the Imperials, the Rebels will have two of the. ATRTs, little walkers, mm-hmm. like one one person fits on them. Yep. Um, that's something else there that I'm forgetting, but and of course Luke and Vader, they come yeah. with those. So, yeah, I don't know. I if you're into that kind of stuff, it's a little lighter as far as it's you're not getting out a measuring tape. Yeah. And the rules are designed to make the game go faster. Yeah. And it's more. Like it, it, it's not so anal on placing. There's, it's more a thing of approximations, yeah. and it's supposed to be that way. And oh. I appreciate that. But it's, yeah, I love it. I think, like X-wing, I love the the versatility and customizability. Yeah, you know, the replay value just goes on oh, yeah. forever as far as you remain interested, just because there's so many ways to reconfigure. And are there scenarios you can do? Like, yeah, so there's. Uh, Condition, I think it's called a condition card. Yeah. But so you've got the, we talked about the starting positions, right? So there's a, you choose a card that has the starting positions for either side. You also choose a card that has the weather conditions, essentially. Huh. So each round, it's played over a course of six rounds is a full game. So you don't actually play to wipe the other side out. It's, yeah. You, you play to the end of round six and then you add up the points of your, what you have left on the board. Yeah. Or whether you, achieve the objective right and maybe the objective is just not you know kill as many as you can um so there's weather conditions and then there's the objective mm-hmm. stack as well so you can pick uh like a one, one is uh intercept the transmission or something communications intercept yeah so you're trying to you're trying to hold transmission points just um what do they call them objective tokens i don't okay. know Anyway, if you bu- there's a mini set now that has little comms towers, so you can yeah. put those on the board. Um, you want to have a if you have a leader up against its base, then you control it. Uh, there's another one that is 
it's like a repair and sabotage right. thing. So there's a couple spots on the board, and one side is trying to to get to them. Uh, and again, like base contact to fix. The other side is trying to get there to destroy, and they have wound tokens that go with them, so you can damage them to a certain point, right? And then repair them back. And based on the damage that you've caused, you earn points. Based on the amount of damage that isn't there, you earn points, right? right? Depending on which side you're on. Um, and that's just, I don't know. There's like six or seven of those different things. So right on. Yeah. All right. So that's Star Wars Legion. Nice and nerdy. Super nerdy. Um, the next game, we played this on Saturday, Via Nebula. Yeah. So uh, this is one that Christine and I bought a year or more ago, probably more. Um, we bought it. Uh, and, uh, you were in the cross, weren't you? I think so. Or maybe that's where we first saw it. Yeah. I think that's oh, where that we first saw it. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy. We were at just, we were, the, our, our kids went to lacrosse to visit some friends. And we were just kind of, Christine and I were just killing time walking around downtown. And we found um this this game store and they had apparently advanced copies of via nebula and this guy was really trying to sell us on he was like oh i'm so jacked for this game it's so cool i got it at home i'm gonna play it tonight and it yeah it does it did look cool but we were like eh, we don't need to it was like 50 bucks or something we're like we're not gonna do that (laughs) anyway so it is a um it is it's played on a board that has uh spaces that are hex Yep. They're they're in hexes and um and each uh each player, it's uh two to four players, each player has like a, a um a, a card in front of them, like a player mat mm-hmm. almost. Um and they've got a series of uh meadow hexes, which are just little hex shaped tokens that have uh, grass on it. Um they've got five building uh token or like actual buildings, uh little wood minis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they've got a series of uh, uh, actions they can take. So on the board, um, there are some uh, spaces that are ruins, R- ruins, ruins, and then uh, there are some that are that look like monsters or something. And those are spaces that you can't go on. And then um, most of the rest are just covered in like fog or there's, clouds. There's, yeah, right. And what you can do <coughs> is you can place a meadow token down on those clouds to kind of reveal it. What that does is you're revealing the ground beneath the clouds. The whole premise is that this is like a hidden, you know, like a lost city or something or a lost area and you're, you're exploring it and blowing away the clouds. Yeah. And, and, so <laughs> and so you're opening up these clouds and making paths. The ruins, ruins. Um, what you can do is, oh, I forgot about the other tokens. You can put the building, like the construction tokens on there. On the those, ruins. Yes, and those are like half hexes, right? Yep. So, so two t- people can be on the same space. Yep. So Or one person so can be on, on all of yep. it. So, and, and there's something. So there are also like full hex uh, construction tokens that I didn't see what those do. Huh. Well, not those, in that version of the game. Yeah, those are in the box. I don't know what the fuck they do. So I'm going to have to reread the rules and find that out because I may have completely missed something. Yeah. But anyway, um, rules. either way, what you can do is um, you. Uh, oh, and, and I forgot to mention um, on a bunch of other spaces, um, there are these resource tokens that are either brick, straw, pigs, pigs and uh, wood, uh, wood. Yes. Um there's one other one. Stone. Stone. You got it. Um, and those are your resources, right? So you can... Oh, shit. There was one other token. There was one other uh, little mini. Wow, it was your, going it was well. your It was your... Uh, it was your uh, little worker dude. Your worker dude. Yeah, I forget what they're them. called. Construction guys. Um, so what Jeffrey you can do... Jeffrey and Joffrey are the names. <laughs> yeah. What you can do is you can place one of them on those resource spaces... You collect that token, and for you usually you get victory points oh, for that. Yeah, there's victory points on the token. Because the object of the game is to collect the most victory points. But So you get the token, and then you put the, like, let's say the token has three straw on it. So you take three straw um, mini things, you yep. know, wood things, and you stick them on there, and then those resources are open to anyone. Yep, but your little worker has to stay there. Yes, until the resources are gone. And you only get two workers. Yes. So you have to be kind of... 
thoughtful about where you put them down. Right. So, and and if you lay down a construction token on one of the ruins, uh, mm-hmm. and and there's a path of meadow tokens between the resources and the ruins, you that, can then that is uninterrupted. That is uninterrupted. So yep. Can be nothing there. Uh huh. Not, Not even your own building site. Exactly. Or your own dude. Has to be a completely clear path. If, as long as there's a path, you can then collect those resources and build uh, one of the cards because there are cards out there that have like you can build a sort of like a shop. There's exactly. four or five that are face up, and, and in fact, you can build a shop. And you have two in your you know two that are secret in your hand. Mm-hmm. But and you're trying to build th- these. Things. Yeah, it shows you how many resources you need at the top to, mm-hmm. to, of the card to do that. And that's ultimately the objective is yep. to kind of build these things because the more of these things and you, you get build, more points. the more yeah, the more victory points you get, et cetera. You get different abilities, you get different bonuses and, and whatnot when you build these it's things. A resource management yeah. game. And that's Euro Euro style. And that's really the gist of the game. There's not much more to it than that. It's super quick to learn. Um I watched a video like ten minutes before you guys got to the house uh-huh. and then we ate, had a bunch of booze. I still managed to I <laughs> yeah. I still managed to, I think, communicate the directions pretty clearly because yeah. you guys got it really fast. And uh, and we played around. It took 45 minutes-ish. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. Um, yeah, I I don't know why, but I love these kinds of games. Yeah. Things that things that have a lot of pieces and make me make me think about the consequence of doing this versus that. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. It reminded me of bit a little bit of machi koro in that it's like the resource kind of like yeah. you need this to build that to build that and then these get you victory points machi koro doesn't necessarily have a board you know right. um that you move around on but um it, it's like a resource management game in that same in that same kind of way yeah and man my kids love machi koro yeah that's one game that i do not i don't love it no uh-uh. i like the base game i hate the expansion yeah it felt like I played it like two or three times, and I think we had the same experience every time. It was like if you got to a certain point, oh, nobody yeah. could catch you. Like, yeah, there yeah. was there is it was a it was kind of broken. Yeah, there yeah. is that. I'll agree with that. And like, well, this is kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, if it seems like the you're right, it seemed like the first person who got to that spot yeah. kind of ran away with it. Right, right. Yeah, and then the remaining twenty minutes was just. Watching him go further and further yeah. and further. Who's going to take second? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. But um, other than that, I like the concept of the game. Yeah. I love the art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that was Via Nebula. That's I, I yeah, really recommend fun. that one. It's it's super fun. Like I said, quick to learn. Um, fun to just sit around with a group of friends and have some booze and play play a quick game it's it's not intimidating i don't think no you know so it's not too nerdy you know but it can be a little steep learning curve for somebody who hasn't played a game like that that's true that's true um but it is relatively light it's not too yeah not too heavy all right and speaking of light um you bought this game for ethan i believe i don't know maybe for his birthday or christmas or something uh it is an adaptation of the classic arcade game oh yeah how was that? It was fun, man. That's good awesome. Time. Yeah, we played it yesterday. I've, the reviews I've read of this series, Joust just came out. Yeah, yeah. And they seem to be selling out. And yeah. the re, the reviews seem to be pretty positive. Just, yeah. And there's it was like cool. three or four of these now. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ethan uh, Ethan wanted to play it yesterday. And I was busy and because we're tearing apart our basement. Um, and I was like, I'll totally play it with you when I'm done with this, but you got to learn the rules. So yeah. I'll be back in like an hour. Yeah. So figured out. And he did. And uh, well, I came back upstairs and he had it all set up and ready to go. And it looks, the board looks like kind of like the centipede board. You know, it's a grid based, right? So yep. it's it's like a, it's like a rectangle. It's like, tall, up, yep, downly. Yep, up, downly. Exactly. One player. It's It's either two or four players. Okay. And... In in the four player game, it sounds like there are just two people who take the gnome side, okay, and two pl- people who take the centipede side, and there are two centipedes on the on the grid and two gnomes on the grid, right? Oh, those are gnomes. I didn't know that either, huh? Yeah, I know next to nothing <laughs> about centipede because I, it was in a game that I never really got into as a kid. I didn't really understand what I was doing, so I never really went back to it as an yeah. adult. Like I just never bothered with it but now i totally understand the game because like <laughs> playing this game i'm like oh that's what these things are oh that's what those things do i get it now so i i kind of want to go back and play centipede 
So anyway, um, on one on one side you got the gnome, on the other side you got the guy who controls the centipede and the bugs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, your your gnomes just kind of go back and forth. Yep. Um, on on the bottom of the of the grid and on the top of the grid, you spawn your centipede and your bugs, and you've got two types of bugs. There's the oh shit, what is it? Um, there's, it's like a grub or something. I don't know. Sure. And, and then and then the other one. I think it's a flea. And then the other one is a spider. Okay. So the centipede does exactly what it does in the video game. It goes back and forth and yep. slowly gets snakes its, yep, way. snakes its way down. And what's cool is if the gnome shoots one of the parts of the centipede, that part goes away. And then, so let's say you've got a, a four... Four-part centipede. Four-part centipede. So one of is the head and then yep. three body parts. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's say you uh, shoot the second one, right? Okay. The third one, you flip that token over, and that becomes a head of a separate centipede, okay. right? So now you've got two centipede yep. uh, creatures, one, a one-part centipede and a two-part centipede. Yep. The one-part centipede goes faster. That one goes four spaces per oh, man. turn. The two-part centipede, I think, goes three. Yeah, three spaces per turn, right? And what's cool is if... I asked Ethan because I'm like, okay, what if it's the other way? What if I got a two out front and a four or a one in back, and that runs into yeah. the ass end of the other one? Yeah. Well, it turns out it goes down a, a, a row. And yeah. Then it keeps and it goes the other way, right? Yeah. So they they treats it like an obstacle. Yeah, exactly. Like a mushroom or whatever. Yep. Else. Well, and there the, those are the other things. There are mushrooms. So uh, you get the 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 centipede, the bug player gets a small, very small deck of cards and puts three out in front of him at all times three cards out and he gets every turn he gets to choose which card he's going to use okay. and there's like generally a mushroom there's another bug that you can put out um there's one called berserker where the cent- all all centipede parts move up two rows oh wow um there's stuff like that right. and um uh, and then uh so if you lay down a mushroom that that just operates as an obstacle and you can the the centipede player can put those in strategic points so right like, Let's say they're halfway through um, one of the rows. You can put a you can put a mushroom yep. next or near him. You can't put him adjacent to the centipede, yep. but you can put it near him. So when the centipede hits it, he goes down a row, yeah. so he doesn't have to go all the way across right, the grid, right. right? So that's pretty cool. And then the the gnome player has um, a set of a set of six dice um, that he can use. So he he starts out by rolling those, and then he puts one on each space of a card and then he gets to choose which one of those uh abilities he wants to use so it's like shoot move shoot or draw a card shoot you know stuff like that you get a re-roll at all uh yeah yeah so once you use all six of them you can re-roll otherwise you can get a card that says re-roll okay so if you're not happy with the options that you have left you can just be like all right i'm going to re-roll those um and then uh and then that's that's really it so i like it yeah the game the game is won when uh, there are, for the gnome, he wins if there's no um, centipede pieces left yep. on the board, which Ethan won yesterday because I fucking blanked and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, and he freaking won. And then the uh, the bug player wins either if the centipede gets down to the bottom um, or if uh, one of the bugs take takes out the gnome. Okay. Right. So yeah, it's cool, man. I like it. It was super easy to learn. It's a relatively quick game. I at first I was like, this is fucking gonna go on forever. Yeah. But but there there is a lot of strategy you can use and stuff. Um. So it's cool. Nice. Um. I don't have the gnome, like the cards that the gnome gets. I don't have those all figured out because I, I would wasn't playing as a gnome. But there there, there's a little more complexity there that I'm not. Sure. Sure. I understand quite yet. But sure. whatever. I was just like, okay, if you say so, kid. Yeah. Um, great. <laughs> Um, kick ass, but anyway, uh, I don't think they're what are they like twenty bucks? Yeah, 30? twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah. They're not very expensive. Yeah, as far as these fancy board games go, are they, are they wood pieces? They look like yeah. they were wood. Yeah, and are they painted or are they stickers? You put stickers on. Them. Okay, and and not many stickers. Yeah, um, but uh, only on the centipede parts. Okay, um, but all the rest. So they were painted pieces. They're painted a color, and yeah. then you put a sticker on. Yep, you the put centipede. A, yep. So, so sure. like it. So when you hit the centipede, yeah, it flip, a head. flip the part over right. to the head side. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, so it's it's quick to learn. Uh, it's relatively quick to play. Um, if you like, Christine saw it and she was like, "Well, this looks cool." You yeah, know, she loves old school arcade yeah. games. Um, she likes the very simple arcadey, you know that that era of games like Pac Man and Centipede yep. and shit. So if you know someone like that, but they're not super into like tabletop gaming, this would be a good thing to get them because it's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you remember what the others are by any chance? I don't. Yeah, me neither. I don't. Um, Other than Joust. I know that, like I said, I know that one just came out. I loved that game so much. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so IDW made this one? Yeah. I think they make all of them. Yeah, they made uh, Machi Koro as well, I think. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to see if I can find what other ones they make. Um, Missile Command? Yeah. Yeah, Missile Command is another one. Um, you said Joust, so I don't know. I don't know what the other ones cool. look like, though. But anyway, yeah, pretty neat, man. I like it. So Ethan was pretty happy with it, and of course he was pretty jacked that he kicked my ass, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, we haven't, you know, with the kitchen and shit going on, we hadn't had any time to, like, play. Yeah. Um play any board games so i'm glad we're getting back into them i i pulled out uh near and far um yesterday not to play but just to start kind of you know maybe maybe by osmosis i'll figure it out just having it in the living room you know um but uh, yeah missile command is the only other one i see on their web or on their website too on idw's website i got a whole pile that need to be played I don't even see Joust. I see Jungle Joust. I don't know what the hell that is. No, that's something else. Yeah. Oh wait, there's a, another page. Hold on. But anyway, so that's uh, that's all I got for board game stuff. Nice. Still need to play that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> huh. Um. Anyway, I've heard nothing about it though. Like it came out and then it just disappeared. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Nobody plays it. No. Nobody I've, talks about it. I don't. Yeah. I don't see see any chatter anywhere god it looks so cool i, I got, know i got it for and less than it half price pretty and, good yeah i got it for less than half price at our comic book shop wow uh, yeah it had, nobody else wanted it i guess yeah it had been sitting there f- since it came out and there was a thick not even joking like a thick layer of dust on wow. it uh, and uh and i went up to the cash register just to check out and i told the guy there i'm like i'm gonna buy that turtles game someday and he's like how about today? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know, man, 80 bucks. And he's like, 40. And I'm like, done. <laughs> and then as it turned out, Craig just bought it for me because it was like around my birthday. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll get it for you. I'm like, nice. dude, thank you. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, right? So anyway, that's that, man. Uh, I don't really have anything else. No, I don't either. I think we're good. What are, where are we at? Just a little over an hour. Wow. Look yeah. at that. We don't need Dave, that yeah. slut. It's... He's such a downer. I just call him a slut because he pops into Discord like once a day just to call me a slut and then yeah, leaves. And yeah. then leaves. Yeah. Uh, he keeps insisting that The Dark Knight Rises is a good movie. That and is not true. Yeah. And I'm like, Dave, you're dumb. And then he's like, you're a slut. And then he leaves. <laughs> then he's out. He's <laughs> like, I got to go back to work. <laughs> so anyway, that's all. Awesome. Um, what's that? I said awesome. Oh, I thought you said you want some. No. I was like, yeah, I'll take some. Yeah. Uh, so Midwest Gaming Classic, I'm going to, I don't know how many more podcasts we're doing before then because it's kind of a crapshoot with us. So I'm just going to keep pimping that as much as I can. You should join us. It'll be fun. Um, we're going to have like a after party. Nice. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a suite, man. <laughs> nice. I talked to Dan Lucen. He He's helping us out with that. And, uh, um, we're going to, it's going to be an interesting mix of people cause we're going to have, you know, the folks from, you know, listen to the podcast and hang out on discord and in the forums. And then, um, uh, a lot of the, uh, turbo graphics folks, okay. the, uh, people who, you know, um, who I've met through that old turbo graphics site that, uh, I don't think I told you this, that shut down. No. Like that one guy just like oh, that, destroyed yeah. it. Yeah. And then the owner finally started paying attention. He's like, wait, what's happening? And then he just came back and was like, okay, I'm shutting it down in two weeks. So do your thing, you know? And everybody's like, okay. Wow. 20 years, man. That site was around for 20 fucking years. And it just took one unmedicated psychopath to just wow. destroy it in a matter of like weeks. Wow. Crazy, right? 
Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the refugees have found a new home, so we're good to go. Good. Anyway, uh, 612-424-3835 is our drunk dial line. Mailbag at mojomenace.com. We're on Twitter, at SuperTheHardest, all that shit. And then uh, maybe next time that slut will not be homeless <laughs> anymore. And he'll join us and make us drinks. Right. Yeah. All right. To Hilden. To Hilden. Woo. Don, Don Chichio. Chichio. <laughs>